Kia ora everybody, welcome to another episode of Music, Movies and Madness. I'm your host tonight, I'm Glenn, I'm joined by the usual coolness panel of Martin, David and Ian. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, hey. Good, thanks. Oh, kia ora. Kia ora to you too. Um, tonight we're going to be picking on some protest songs or finding some protest songs that we've liked over the years. Now, reason why this sort of came up is there's a lot going on in the world and i think there's always been a lot going on in the world um and i think as as early as sort of music and art and literature or anything like that's come about people of artists have always used their voice for um you know telling us about what the injustices of the world um providing a voice to maybe different opinions and artists has always been sort of the lead in that sort of place so um, the challenge was to the guys picking some songs. We're not going to get into the politics of it all too much, but why we like these songs. Um, and we'll go through a couple of those each and um, roll that way. Um, yeah, sounds like a plan, guys. Something different. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that we've we've talked a little bit about in some episodes, like when we're doing the years. Some of us have picked albums. I know David picked um, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Um, and you know, let, let's be fair. That's a it's a protest album about what was what's going on. It I thought we not... should probably rename the show to like "How to Lose All Your Listeners in Thirty Minutes." <laughs> but I will say, I will say, if you give me a second, I uh, I found it really, really good. There's so many uh, cool protest songs. Totally awesome. Yeah. And it doesn't matter your politics or what side you're on, etc., hmm. and stuff like that. People are using their voice for musicality and film, etc., to actually tell their stories, whether or not you like it or not. It's a different matter. Who cares? Um, but we're just—it's a valid thing that sort of, I think, goes back to folk tales, and it goes back to, I don't know, as long as humans have been alive, I reckon. So I thought it was a cool idea. Um, so let's hear some stuff. Um, David, do you want to lead us out tonight, mate? My first pick uh, was, so actually all three of my picks are from the 80s. What is it with me in the 80s? Good Lord. Nothing wrong with that. It was a good decade. But this one um, I've gone for is um, is a live version because I, I think it sounds better today. Um, I think it's probably dated a bit um, if, if you listen to the studio version, parts of it at least, particularly the drums or drum machine. Um, but I do like the song. Always liked it. So it's, it's a radio hit, but it's a bit softer. It's not, um, you know, it's it's probably not rock. So look, I'm gonna get straight into it. Here we go, fellas.
fighting for the welfare done Is they can't buy a job Man sucks, hurries by as he catches the poor old lady's eyes That is, of course, Bruce Swansby. Um, the way it is. I do like that version because of the strings uh, and just strings and piano. It's just nice and simple and it doesn't have that electronic drum machine sound that's mm. going off like a machine gun in the background, which I didn't really, I, th I thought it's kind of dated. This is from 86. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a, this is a song about, um, you know, it's, it's just as relevant today as it was back then. It's about social justice you know, racial mm. inequality, um, and and just you know, uses that to discuss sort of the progress and ongoing challenges around civil rights. So, which is you know, pro arguably more prevalent today, given what mm. we're going through, than than it was in '86 when um, you know a Cold War and all that. But certainly, uh, we've got a lot on at the moment. Um, uh, humanity is facing uh, many challenges in this space. So I, I really like the song. I just think it's really, really um, mature, serious piece of music. And Bruce Hornsby is just a fabulous pianist, right? I mean, oh, sure um, and, and and look, he's got a blooming good voice too. So this was a big hit. Uh, his commercial, mm -hmm. probably his biggest commercial hit. It was from his debut album in 86, Bruce Hornsby in the range. Uh, I remember coming out. I was just sort of coming of age, listening to music around 86, 87. Um, uh, yeah, it's been sampled by Tupac, um, that very famous piano riff's mm. been sampled. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, and, and it's done done very well. Um, he They won a, a Grammy Award for Best New Artist in 87 as well with this. So there you go. It's my first pick, mate. Nice one. I've heard the song so many times, but I don't think I've actually listened to the song. Oh, yeah. Correct. So, there you go. Didn't even know it was a protest song. No, no. not at <laughs> I. And now, and now so immediately, Revelation, number one, which I think is pretty cool. That's Just the way it is. <laughs> subtle, isn't it? Subtle, but brilliant, eh? Mm. Um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, that one's flawed me. I didn't realize that was that. Amazing. All right. Ian, what have you got for us first up? Yeah. Well, as I said a little bit earlier, I had a lot of fun choosing some of these songs. Uh, the first song I've gone for is quite possibly not so subtle. Uh, <laughs> 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 it doesn't have any nice pianos in it. But... Um, <laughs> Anyway, get your chops around this. The subliminal mind fuck America. Welcome to a new kind of tension. All across the alien mission. Everything is meant to be okay. Television dreams of tomorrow. We're not the ones I'm meant to follow. But that's enough to work you. It's not subtle, but yeah, that, awesome. I, I, and there I was love a huge hit, huge hit. And mm. when, when I listen to that song, I'm gonna say it as as it is. So um, it's just the way it is. But uh, 
if there's any listeners out there and you've got kids listening, block their ears now because that song just makes me want to tell everyone to get fucked. <laughs> just crank it up and I just want to shout out the car windows. Get fucked. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, the that crazy guy riding down the street. <laughs> but and I mean, on a serious side of things, um, it came from the 2004 Green Day album "American Idiots," it, uh, which I think is a fantastic album. Anyway, I love that album. Uh, it got slated a little bit. Their new stuff is shit, but that album I reckon is is a great album. Or anything, oh. and, and often the songs that we're packing, it goes against the establishment. And yeah, well, and that ironic, certainly did. Yeah, and 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 with that, you know, they edit the, all the bad words out, and they do all that, you know, media controlling soppy shit. And that's not why the artist wrote it. They didn't write it for that. That's freedom of speech. You should be able to do that. Um, the song was actually written as a response to the US President George Bush and the war in Iraq that came uh, that came out of the September 11 attacks. And that was the meaning behind the song. American Idiot, great album, go and buy it. Fabulous. All right, Martin, have you got something subtle, sarcastic, <laughs> or just plain in your face? Um. To start with, I'm going to go straight in your face as well. Um, I did actually choose American Idiot, but I knew that Ian was going to pick it, so I, I, I put some backup ones in there just in case. So, um, so I've gone with what's probably like one of the protest songs, really, um, by a man who was very good at writing them. Um, so I've gone with Bob Marley, um, and um, this is um, Get Up, Stand Up. So um, Bob wrote that after um, taking a trip to um, Haiti in probably like 72, I think, and was just kind of really moved by the poverty that he saw while he was there um, and, and the condition that the Haitians were kind of living in at the time. Um, obviously, it kind of got picked up by the black movement and became a, a more political song in terms of sort of Black Rights as well, um, came out in 73 um, and was on the Burning album. Um, yeah, and as I say, like Bob's just the master at writing protest songs, really. Like, <laughs> I don't think you have an album without a protest song on it, so um, some pretty strong words to be said there. Yeah, so that was my first choice, yeah. And, and Bob Dylan as well. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think if your name's Bob, Bob, you've got a high chance of writing some protest songs. Yeah, and Bob Dylan's, um, you know, he, he modelled himself on Woody Guthrie, and we've talked about Woody Guthrie before, I think, when we did, maybe was it the 30s, I think, when we did that show? Yeah, um, yeah and he, he was outspoken, sort of travelling 
oh, what do you call those guys? Troubadours in some ways. And mm. telling it's my land, this is your land. Bob Dylan just went on with that. Um, yeah, which was pretty, uh, yeah, I mean, he became unwantingly the voice of a generation in some ways, didn't he? Um, yeah, but I don't, so. I, yeah, I don't have a Bob Dylan song for you tonight, actually. I've got something a bit, I've, I'm going to go with another established sort of artist. I'm going to pick John Lennon to start with and just to show two sides of John in some ways. Um, so I'll share a couple of songs. The first one you'll know automatically and another one I think you probably won't know actually. So um, we'll see how you go. All right, so that's the great imagine, you know, sort of like a hymn for you know, humanity. And if we strip away everything else, just sort of recognize each other as, as what we are. Um, the second track is um, uh, from a 1972 album called Once Upon a Time in New York. And basically, the whole album is an activist album and certainly was crashed. And, um, but this, one, I think, was the single. And this one's called Woman is the Nigger of the World. Have you guys heard that one? Yep. So let's let's have a little bit of a listen to that. Quite different sort of songs. One, the epic sort of well-known um, song, and then this one, which was, um, I would say, Yoko's strongly involved in the lyrics as well, but really pushing the point that um, around equal rights or sort of equality for women. Um, and it's 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 quite brilliant. I I hadn't heard it um, until a few years ago, so it was it was pretty pretty cool i think the production's terribly dated with that sort of wall of sound but yeah um but apart from that um it was good to see that sort of two sides of john lennon on two different tracks you know the thing about imagine that always always surprises me when i hear it is actually how fast it is i always imagine it to be an incredibly slow song and lyrically it is but the actual piano part the rhythmic part of it is actually quite fast and every single time I hear it, it takes me by surprise. Sweet. Wow. Again, I think, probably... the, I think the second one, that could almost be a Christmas song with that lovely saxophone in there. Might just have yeah. to change the words a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, maybe. <laughs> and then, and, and, and it was Woman is that. a Santa of the world. Well, he did a, did a Christmas protest song, didn't he? And that's exactly right. That's right. Of, you, you can have it if you want it. Um, <laughs> So, he was nothing but trouble, yeah. that man, was he? Nothing but trouble. No, no, with that long hair and troublesome. Yeah, no. Look where uh, it got him. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again. And this is one of the things, the dangers of speaking out, and you can attract all sorts of nut jobs as well. But um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on from that sad subject. 
Um, yeah, Mark, David, have you got another one or two? I've got a protest song about the lack of protest songs because that's the best <laughs> sort of protest song. So in 1986, Chernobyl happened. And uh, for our younger listeners out there, Google that because that was it was huge. That was um, it was one of those things in the eighties, a bit like the um, the space shuttle Challenger disaster. Chernobyl was um, uh, all over the news. And uh, this band and this songwriter in particular um, uh, wrote this song because he's listening to news, and there was a Chernobyl announcement that came over the, the, the wireless. And and it was horrific. And then the very next, the very next item the DJ put on straight after saying what the, what had happened was a George Michael Wham song that was uh, just absolute shit. So shit, I'm not going to even mention the name. And oh. this songwriter thought, "Oh my god, hang the DJ, burn down the disco, fuck, what's going on here?" You know, as if to say, the, you couldn't have put on anything a bit more befitting of uh, what's going through people's minds right now. Instead, you put on rubbish. And so this song is about the lack of um, seriousness in terms of uh, uh, music that actually means something to people um, that was happening uh, at the time, particularly on the airwaves. Um, yeah, you all know it. It's from one of my favorite bands. Here we go. That is, of course, Panic by the Smiths. Protest song about the lack of protest songs at the time. Being played, in particular. I think there were protest songs. They just weren't making it onto the airwaves. I didn't know it was a protest song. Didn't you? No, There's a whole backstory to it. Yeah, yeah, he wrote it. On the, yeah. in, in response, it wasn't about Chernobyl. It was, he, it was in, that's what the inspired the song. It. Yeah, it inspired it. Yeah, it was like, yeah. this, this is huge. And all you guys can do is just play this utter shit that's going on. doesn't speak to us. And he says that in the song, you know, yeah, and yeah, he says, yeah, you know, hang the DJ. He says, burn down the disco. In other words, get rid of all these sh this shit music, um, you know, play something that speaks to this, to this generation. That's what he was saying. You yeah. had to wait a few minutes. And then they gave us Kylie. I know. <laughs> the following year. Stock they gave us Aiken Kylie Minogue. Stock Aiken Waterman. Anyway, yeah. that's oh, me, mate. Yeah, Back to you. All right, Martin, what have you got for us this time around? Yeah, okay, I've gone a bit, a bit more subtle this time around. Uh, second choice. Um, so this takes us back to like the early 80s in the UK, um, which was pretty grim. Um, <laughs> most of the country at the time was, was kind of besieged by strikes. Um, you know, there was a huge, um, huge issue with the Falklands War going on. Um, yeah, um, minor strikes. Um, also riots, um, especially in areas such as Brixton and um, 
areas around sort of such, uh, South London. Um, and this band, um, genre-wise, probably not kind of really thought of in those kind of terms as like a protest uh, song or a protest band. Um, so it's a ska song. Um, and I don't think we've done much ska on the show. Um, no. No, so um, this is I, the special. Sorry, Martin, can I be that that person? What is ska when you say that? Ska music, like like kind of like a reggae kind of style, oh, okay. um, but usually with a lot of horn sections and stuff going on. If you think about bands like Madness, the Specials, oh yeah, um, Bad Manners, those kind okay. of bands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so this song, um, <laughs> this song, this town, uh, yeah, it's Ghost Town. Um, you know, Ghost Town, but you'll know it when you hear it, um, and it goes like this. Again, it's one of those songs, if you don't kind of pay attention to the lyrics, if you're not listening to it, it's going to just go straight over your head. Um, it was a massive song as well. It was number one over here in, in the UK, sorry. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it's still one of those songs that every now and again, it comes up in the consciousness and people hear it and it kind of triggers again. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there you go. Um, so the special is Ghost Town. And that could have been any music and the sort of, 2000s in New Zealand at barbecues. I love the uh, I love the video to that song where they're driving in a car reckless with the windows down just through the streets. There's no one on the streets. They're just you know the cars all over the place because there's no one to hit and no one around. Mm. Mm, that's a ghost town. Huge influence for specials. Um, and I, you know, as I was just saying before that that style is was on everything that sort of dub sort of reggae style um crossed over big time in new zealand for years i think it's still still big with lab now too yeah ian what have you got well i didn't go for ghost town because i knew martin would do it oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so how's about that but uh i think <laughs> I decided to also just jump a little bit into the 80s because I don't mind a bit of 80s stuff. I'm more of a 90s boy myself, but I will say this before I tell you what the song's all about very quickly, is that I really have grown to love this band and and the album that the song features on. I've really grown into this album. So... Here's a song. Yeah, 
That's cool. Yeah. Isn't that is just... one of the classic protest songs from yeah. the Cold War era. Um, and yeah. Holly Johnson, the lead singer, went on to do Americanos back in, well, in the in the 90s, right? Which is oh, one, of the, one of the biggest piss takes of American materialistic, consumption-driven, you know, consumerism. Um, he basically just ripped one on, on them and said, you know, and, and it's it's hilarious, the music video. And he's a clever guy, that Holly Johnson. I mean, he's, he was. He's not with us anymore, is he? Yes, he is. Idea. Is he? Yeah, is he still around? He's still around, yeah. Right. I the song he, was actually yeah. in the, it was written about the Cold War, for those that don't know. Mm. Um, and between the US and the USSR, that's right, nuclear weapons being placed um, in in the green in Greenham Con Greenham Common in Berkshire, uh, and yeah, there was that threat of that nuclear annihilation, and people it got their backs up, and Frankie goes to Hollywood. That album is a cracking album. Is that got um, relax on it? Yeah, it's got relax yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah. It's we got, all know what that's about, right? Very cross mm -hmm. the Mersey. That's when the nuclear bomb goes off. That's right. But um, yeah, I think, I think it's one thing. I think one thing that artists do is sometimes provide a voice to what we're all been thinking, but they have got better ways to express themselves. And I think that might be a good example of it. Relax, so banned. Didn't they get banned in the UK? Yeah, because of the subject matter. Yeah, I think the the clever thing about a lot of these songs, and there's there's so many of them. And uh, this is this is a good example because it's a good tune. It's a good beat. You don't even have to listen to the lyric, and you're probably going to dance to that somewhere. I've gigged that song lots of times live with bands, mm. and dr drummers love it. And with a delay pedal on there, it's just it goes off. But I don't think half the people probably know what they're singing about. <laughs> did, did you? No, sorry, no, did you're you right. gig? Did you gig at vo the vocals as well? Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. That's, awesome. that's, that's not an yeah. easy song to sing. Holly Johnson's oh, got one of those voices that, like Freddie Mercury, where he puts in all of these little, he accentuates his um his vocals in a very unique way. So well done you, mate. You've only seen me with an acoustic, man. I have, yeah. Oh, you should <laughs> see me with a band. I'm a monster. Oh, oh yeah. We were, looking, we were all looking forward to it greatly. <laughs> Shadowbox Live. It's coming this year. Nice plug. Make sure Thank you go you. to Bandcamp, buy it there, everyone, listeners. Get a sneak peek before you get the live album. Brilliant. All right. Uh, Ian's got a really cool background on at the moment. He's got a bunch of MAGA fans um, that say, finish the wall, build the wall. And it's inspired me to remember a song by the Cashbox Kings from a few years back, from 2017. Here's one called Build That Wall. Mm. Let's have a listen to that. Tell by your last name This country means more to me Than it does to you We need to get back to that space Where people knew their place And when we're done with that Let's go and build that wall Oh, gee. 
let's build that wall the cash box kings so put in a bit of humor into it and oh my lord it's so much fun all right jesus yeah, yeah it's pretty fun isn't it <laughs> it is pretty cool there's nothing subtle about it and um yeah it's good fun just say it how it is and mm. twist it into the silliness that it really is so yeah campaign. yeah I thought that was quite fun, eh? Brilliant. Should be the, the Pink Man's campaign song, shouldn't it? Anyway, let's not go there. No, no, let's not go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, has anyone else got a few more that they'd like to share? I've got one more. I mentioned mm. it last mm. night. Mm. Um, this mm. one, also Same. Cold War. Ian, similar. Maggie Thatcher, Ronnie Reagan. This was aimed at them. Could be relevant today, though. Here we go. Oh, yeah. There we go. Our generation will put it right. We're not just making promises that we'll never keep. And if you remember the music video, the puppets, it's awesome. Yeah, love it. They're taking the piss as well. Totes. That was my yeah. third one. Back to you, Brilliant. mate. Brilliant. All right, Martin. Sorry, Land of Confusion by Genesis, for those that didn't know. Yep. yep. Martin, what have you got? Uh, I'm trying up between two at the moment. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with this one because nobody's probably ever heard it. Uh, so, um, so this is a song from 1994, um, and it's written by uh, Roger Taylor from Queen, uh, and it's called Nazis 1994, uh, and it was banned by What's the BBC. It about? It's actually <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a protest song regarding the the rise of neo-Nazism in in kind of Eastern Europe in the early okay. 90s. Oh yeah. Um, and it's very anti-Nazi, um, but um, yeah, BBC decided to ban it um, <laughs> straight away <laughs> before it even got played. I think um, didn't even take a look at the lyrics. Just like, no, we're just going to ban this. Like, no way we're going to play that. Um, but the song did actually chart and did quite well um, for him. Um, yeah, I seem to remember it going. I think it might have even gone top ten. Amazing. Wow, uh, yeah. and it goes like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. It's always been the kind of like the political one out of the band as well. Um, 
was very, um, yeah, very outspoken on that. Um, but yeah, um, there you go. Narcissism. Well, again, a track I'd never heard of before. I didn't know that they were that way um, or that sort of political. Um, well, but they deliberately made Queen an, a non-political band. Um, it was uh, never it was deliberate. To be, yeah, deliberate. Yeah. Yep. Whereas my favourite band definitely was politics all the way and continued to be all the way through its entire career. So we're not going to play any Pink Floyd tonight, listeners, so that's good. Uh, we'll do that another day. All right, Ian, what have you got? Yeah. I was actually going to play it. I wrote a protest song once. But Here we go. Another premiere on Music Movies Madness. Here's Ian. I wrote it a while ago, and it's, and it's uh, I must say, it's not really edited fully, but it'll give you an idea. And I just kind of hope it works on Media Player. Just let me know if, if it's coming through. So the song is called Platform. That's my Brilliant. little dick. Right <laughs> on. Right on. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That was fun. Thank you so much for sharing that. Walking around with our eyes on the ground, not being aware of what's going on around us sort of stuff. That's um, a cool line. Hmm. It's just the age where we walk around with our eyes stuck on the ground. I, sit, I know it sounds, this is going to sound particularly corny, but potentially we're all comfortably numb. We're all like, we've got our screens. We've just, we don't know what's going on because, hey, look, wow, that new TV show's just started. Or, oh, wow, I've got this new game on my phone and we're all like, become comfortably numb. It's actually the desensitization, mate. We've got more access to more information than we ever have instantly. And we just become so bloody numb and desensitized to it because it's like, oh, it's just another war. It's just another humanitarian crisis. Because we yeah. see them all the bloody time. It started with, you know, I mean, yeah. Let's not go there. Let's yeah. not go yeah. there. No, but it was a, it was a really cool line, Ian. I liked it. Thanks, man. I'll put a link to the song. I am surprised in my third and final choice. I used to play in an Irish bar in Spain for a couple of years and uh, with an Irish band. And none of us have chosen any Irish rebel songs, um, which are quite often protest songs. And the Irish... Right, yep. amazing protest songs. Um, some of the ones that we used to cover cover were Paddy Riley, the Dublin City Ramblers, the Mary Player Boys, the Wolf Tones, Christy Moore, uh, some really cool artists there if you want to check those out. I didn't add any in because I was going a bit mainstream, but I thought I'd go for a little bit of this for my final choice. Can appear 
That, yeah, that's the wonderful Aotearoa Herbs and um, letter, letter, uh, letter, what's it called? French letter, actually. Yeah, 1982 yeah. that came out. Did, I, did yeah. I miss something? I thought you were going to play an Irish song. No, I, I didn't, but I'm surprised none of us chose Oh, yes, one. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like going, it's... shit, that doesn't sound like the cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> no. You but too? Is... Yeah. Well, well, I mean, but... For me, I heard a lot of protest sort of music sort of growing up, as I sort of mentioned. There was the Pink Floyd, and there's loads of their stuff, Roger Waters, etc., who's not what you call subtle. Um, I also listened to a lot of um, U2, and then there was, you know, plenty of Sunday Bloody Sunday, etc. Um, and importantly, Midnight Oil, which uh, I talked about, I think, in the 1987 show about that album and that had huge influence about sort of injustice, etc. But I'm going to finish up with a New Zealand song. It's kind of fun. Um, and it came out, I think, in the early 80s by a band called Blam Blam Blam. And this is called There Is No Depression in New Zealand. So let's have a listen to that. in new zealand yeah no no we're fine all good thanks. it's true we have zero we've got nothing <laughs> here absolutely we've we're fine we're little saints at the bottom of the world it's yeah, a beautiful no. place it is a beautiful place <laughs> loads of room for some immigrants get them in <laughs> yeah. exactly um so oh <laughs> yeah Careful. So I know. So yeah, that's a little taster. I think. I think that's just a taster of the wonderful joys of protest songs and um, being able to hear some stuff with different meaning to sort of falling in love and out of love and all of that good stuff. But yeah, sometimes you need a little bit of this. Get a bit angry with it. Well, we got we got plenty to get angry about, right? But I don't know if. I mean, what's happening out there at the moment? What protest songs can you guys rattle off the top of your head right now that's come up in the last two years since oh. bloody Putin's gone bloody mad with Ukraine? Oh. Well, actually, that started many, many years ago. But let's yeah. let's say the last last five years. Not much. 
I, I, think too, I, I think they're all too scared to actually say something, I reckon, artists these days compared to some of the ones yeah, that came through the 60s populism. and 80s, as we just yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I think they're just shit scared of there's being no cancelled. There's no money yeah. in it. Yeah, but, but, but why we... does there need to be money in it? I mean, protest, well, why is a protest song all about, what is it about money? Well, I think that's, that is exactly what's happened to music now. It's more money-driven probably than ever, where a lot of the older artists, half of their being an artist was that they were proud to voice how they really felt and didn't give a fuck about the money or anything else, their name. That was just what they wanted to be and say. And but thirty years ago, a record label was how you got you got your music out there, right? And mm. an A and R agent. Today, you got Bandcamp. You got you got the whole world at your feet. You know, you can just push something out. But for some reason, yeah. So but you don't unfortunately, everybody barriers. else is doing that as well. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be sweet. But no, as a result, like everybody in their pet cat has basically put their music on on Bandcamp. So. The competition is probably 20, 30 times higher than it was 20 years ago. Mm, so, so back to my point, that, that's for commercialism. Sure, for, for in terms of monetization, absolutely. But in terms of actually getting a message across and something that sticks and resonates with people, that I, I suspect that there is plenty, actually, of con good content out there um, I in the protest song world. I think it's just not being picked up because... Uh, People oh, I thought it as escapism. Music, music is not like the Taylor Swift fans, right? Yeah, yeah. They were interviewing them the other day, going, "Why is she so cool? Why do you like it?" And it's like the world's pretty shit at the moment, so we kind of use it as escapism. It's a way of sort of detaching from reality and just going, "Well, fuck the world," because it's pretty messed up. And to be honest, a lot of you fellas are to blame, especially that you know the boomer generation, but also the exes like myself and that. You kind of had it really good back in the 80s and 90s, and then it all turned to shit uh, once you guys got in power. And and uh, and so they use it as escapism, and it seems to be a common theme. And so why would you go and listen to a whole lot of protest music when you actually you're sick of watching the news, you're sick of social media? It's why would why would you tune well, into that? What you were saying about people being scared of kind of releasing protest songs, I think, and one that kind of sprung to mind just just a second ago was um, that Russian band Pussy Riot. The, the mm -hmm. female punk band that ended up in jail and you know gulag somewhere yeah, in like true. middle Russia, right? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. For speaking out. So yep. I think, um, yeah, I mean that was a warning shot, definitely from from the state. Yeah, yeah. We live in interesting times, but I suspect we humans have always had interesting times, um, and that's why these songs resonate and they get passed down. I think a lot of these songs that were played tonight, the subtle rechange of maybe a couple of words here and there could be absolutely on the money again. So, yeah, um, well, that's our sort of initial sort of just scratching the surface, I suspect, of some really interesting, interesting music. I mean, you could pick a whole generation or um, a particular event and there's bound to be some music around that as well. Um, and that could be for another episode. So, hey, thanks, guys, for... Um, um, humoring me with um, some protest songs. They were a lot of good ones there and, and some new surprises for me. So thanks so much. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you.
All right. Tune in later in the week. We're going to be picking some movies that had a, something to say as well. All right. Until then, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Eating away at my soul Feeling guilty that I'm not there Mama, I wanna go home Four Giados on a drop top We ain't got nowhere to go IDs at the checkpoints Just so we know we below Come take a trip to Jerusalem You ain't see the people, they moving them Reason they hate me, cause I'm always true with them This shit got nothing to do with them Used to have so many friends, now I'm losing them I don't really give a fuck, cause I'm through with them I met some real ones that gave me the tools to success And you better believe it, I'm using them, damn This is all part of the plan Gotta get rich and get back to the people Who never gave up on staying in the land, yeah Money is nothing to me, I just reinvest in my community, uh They bombing our cities and then they be saying It's all for security, uh Ce qui se passe autour, je m'en bats l'air que j'entends rien Seul dans mon monde, mais c'est là que je me sens bien Un seul endroit où je veux être, c'est Gaza Je l'ai vu de loin et elle m'a dit reviens Girl, I love a little crazy Pick you up in a Mercedes I wanna take you to Jericho Parents worry about a daily